In 2023, Angel Studios backed a new project, a dystopian sci-fi thriller based on the Book of Job. That was The Shift. And this is Godzilla. Everybody and welcome to Godfellas, the podcast that's hey, we're shifting here. I'm Mr. Zach. I'm Hannah. <laughs> and I'm Mr. Jimmy. And tonight we are talking about the new Christian film, The Shift. So if you don't know about Angel Studios, these are the people who brought us The Chosen. Uh, his only his only son. Hey. <laughs> Sound of Freedom. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> and, and, and now the shift. You might notice there's like a bit of a traject or uh whatever the a decline in woos uh there. But yeah, it's it's funny. I I feel like Angel Studios really got into the pay it forward. So like when Journey to Bethlehem came out, everyone was like, Oh, so clearly this is part of it. It's like, no, I think let's just the Christians are doing that so that their movies do better but um mm. yeah i Ooh. mean the shift this is a brand new movie uh people had asked if we were going to talk about it and so you know we, we we had to because we love you and we want to we want to provide for you and you know i know how especially now i know how easy a trip to the movies can be for like youth group outing or a church outing or something like that so we're here to let you know if you should be shifting your way to the theater or stay staying home but uh jimmy were were you familiar with this movie prior to me texting you you know i i believe i was i'm pretty sure this is the trailer that i saw when we i went to see what was it was this trailer out when when his only son okay so i would have seen i was i saw it yeah then i was like oh they're doing a movie movie that has Christian themes and not a biblical epic or a retelling. So I thought that was interesting. And then I forgot about it and I didn't know what it was called. And then you texted me the other day. You're like, Hey, are you going to, do you want to go see the shift? And I went the what? And he said, it's a Job dystopian multiverse epic. And I went, what? And then once I saw, once I watched the trailer, I was like, Oh, that movie. So yeah. So I was aware of it. Then I forgot about it. And then you made me aware of it again. Well, that's what we do. That's what um, we do. Hannah, what, what, <laughs> Hannah, what about you? <laughs> I saw the trailer for this with Journey to Bethlehem, and I, I knew we were going to end up seeing it. I really <laughs> didn't want to. I really didn't want to. But Why other not? than that, I thought it looked horrible. I thought the quality of the filmmaking looked worse in the trailer than it did in the actual film. Like, I'll say it was a little bit better, but I thought it looked, like, recorded on an iPhone. I thought the the concept seemed really dumb, and I, it didn't make sense to me. 
And I just thought, like, this is going <laughs> to... Sorry. Listen, I, I've had a whole, like, inner battle since last night when I saw it and tonight. For the past 24 hours, where I don't want to say that I was expecting it to be bad, but it, I was. Um, yeah. It, it looked bad. <laughs> Plain and simple. Sure. And and for me, it, th- there was a sense of, like, at least it's not another Jesus revolution. Or at least it's not another, like, you know, what, at least they're trying something that seems new. But then you go in the theater and you, and you start thinking about, like, your left behinds and your other stuff. And so I was, I think what I said to Hannah before going into the movie, I, I said, I think this is going to be a miss, but I'm hoping it's a creative miss that sets them free to make better stuff in the future. Mm. And that it's not problematic. So those were my expectations going in. But but before, I think I want to be fair to the genre of of filmmaking. Um, Jimmy, Hannah, are either of you fans of the post apocalyptic dystopian uh type movie? No. Okay. Short and sweet. Uh I I can be. I, I don't like hunt them out, but I, I think I can enjoy uh, what are you talking about? Like, like a Hunger Games or something like that, or like sure, a sci-fi? Sure. It's almost like a superhero movie, almost. So, mm-hmm. I got the the style wasn't wasn't weird to me. I was like, oh, this looks like something I would uh put on on Amazon Prime. Released a new movie with like uh Chris Pratt or something. I was like, I just want to like a little easy breezy, turn my brain off for an hour, kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. I would say like the most I ever got into like a dystopian um series was maybe the hunger games but even with that it was never really something i cared about and then Mm. i'm not into apocalyptic stuff at all um no shade to anybody out there that's maybe a doomsday prepper but i i i don't think most of that stuff is possible so i i've i've never really gotten the hype of that like i've never really been into like a walking dead or the last of us and um like i never really got into like the divergent or I, I I guess the giver like I read the giver as a kid. <laughs> Can that count? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I think the giver counts. I liked the giver. <laughs> sure, like, I heard yeah, it's a terrible about... movie, but yeah, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, the only thing I can think about the giver is that like apparently before the movie like or at the the debut, Jeff Bridges came out and he was really emotional. And everybody was like, what happened? He goes, sorry, my friend just died. And everybody was like really torn up. Come to find out his friend was Robin Williams. Really? Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah. So that's, that's so like, the, that's the only thing I know about The Giver. I never saw I it. I remember but... liking it as a teenager, but um, I can't really remember much of like what scenes were included. I know Taylor Swift was in it. <laughs> I, I, I read it's the screaming. book. Never saw the movie, but would I you? just remember. Yeah, sorry. Would you call? I, just, I cut you off. Would I call? I would say I would call that book like depressing for the sake of depressing, which is fine, mm. but it's not my thing either. But yeah, what I call? Would you call everything everywhere all at once dystopian in a way? Because I would call the Matrix maybe a little more dystopian, but not I so much everything everywhere. That's been a big mm. point that's come up. Is like, no, I wouldn't consider everything everywhere all at once dystopian, but. This movie kind of feels like. Sorry if this was like your big sticking point later. No, no, no. Um, just go ahead and say it. Like we'll talk we have about both it right said, 
we both said like this movie feels like the Christians saw everything everywhere all at once and was like we could make that too <laughs> well and every review that I've been reading has said like they clearly saw everything everywhere all at once and because I mean <laughs> this movie was made like fast like sci-fi mm. movies like they take some time to get made um yeah. and so this oh, yeah. movie seems like it was kind of like greenlit and then really rushed into production but we'll talk about that later um you know jimmy you reminded me of something that we used to do on this show and uh we're gonna shift positive and for the next couple of minutes we're only <laughs> we're only gonna talk about things that we liked about uh this movie uh before we maybe open up the floodgates um but jimmy what did you enjoy about um the shift yeah like we mentioned in the in the preamble i i really appreciated that it was a swing for the fences they weren't playing it safe they were trying something so i liked that i i love the bible i love bible stories but i've i feel like you could tell you could have movies that are Christian in nature that don't have to revolve around that. Like you could tell a good message and make it allegorical. I will talk about some of the the pitfalls later, but I thought it was a noble attempt. I think they, I think the acting was, was pretty good in, in some parts. Uh, the I effects, agree, I agree. the effect, the effects, like you said, are, I didn't, I couldn't tell that it was made in a year. Once again, I, I, mm-hmm. I think the highest praise so we've we've I know I've, I've mentioned categories of movies before, like the ABC Family movie or the the CW movie or something. I feel like this is the Christians Amazon Prime movie, right? Like I, I feel like it was that quality, which isn't bad. It's just it wasn't spectacular. Um, sure. yeah, I thought the story. I like I like multiversal kind of things, even though it's it's like super hot right now. It, it's almost been done to death. And there are multiverses of multiverses, but I liked the concept. I think trying to tell the story of Job that way was interesting. We could talk about that later. But yeah, the acting was good. The quality was Amazon Prime level, which I would I'll call that a praise uh, as compared to like a Samson or something like that. That looks like CW level. Um, And acting was the acting was good. The music was it. It fit right. It was kind of like born identity but yeah um and as we talk i'm sure we'll be reminded of other things hannah what did you like about the shift i thought the costuming was nice um yeah i thought i thought um molly um looked very good i thought the makeup was nice i thought the costuming was nice i thought the set looked cool um and I will say it was a better film quality. I, I get like the Amazon Prime thing. I would say that's exactly how I felt it was as well. Um, the quality. Uh, it was a lot better than I maybe thought it was It was going to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll say to like actually kind of point to a specific thing. I thought uh, Neil McDonough as the benefactor. Uh, he was really having a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. was very uh, entertaining to watch in the movie. And I mean, yeah, I I, I echo everything else. Like, I thought the score w- w- was pretty good. I thought um, the the effects looked looks pretty good. I thought that the acting was was good. Uh, it's it's funny. Um, I, you know, 
I guess we're I guess we'll get into the negative. <laughs> yeah. Before you go on, the, the, the benefactor, yeah. would I be you know me, would I be familiar with anything else that he's been in or Kevin's been in? I have his IMDB pulled up. Okay. He was Neil McDonough's in, been in quite a bit. He has. He was in Band of Brothers, Walking Tall, Suits, okay. Yellowstone. Um so he's I mean he's he's in Captain America, the first Avenger, Minority okay. Report, Paul Blart Two. Um, you know, so, so quite the career, like, I think he's been in like a lot of stuff, but just like, so you're like, oh yeah, him and yeah. Christopher Polana has, if that's how you say his name, um, he's been in a lot of Hallmark movies. It looks like, okay. Uh, he's a big boy. He is. It must've been is. challenging to keep him and other people in frame. Cause I, I was like, the first thing I was like, oh, that guy's just really <laughs> just short. And then he's standing next to everybody. I was like, this guy's a giant. I just saw he was in something else too. Hold on. Sorry. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. him up as well. Uh, um, yeah. He has yeah. been in a lot of Hallmark. He has yeah. also Jurassic world dominion. One of the worst theater experiences uh, oh, of my Wonder life. Wonder woman, 1984. That's what I saw. Okay. Oh, wow. Cool. Wow. Which was a pretty uh, big film. I feel like. Yeah. Sure. I mean, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking of the positives, I think the cast was a positive because I, if if I could just jump in there, yeah. Midway through the film, I kind of thought, and I had all the characters. I was like, "What if we made this? What if we took this concept and seen like you know, like someone makes a movie, like a short film on YouTube, and then they get the then they get money and they make like a a better version." Uh, yeah. So, all right. What if we like really up this? How would we do it? Oh, uh, the benefactor, Michael Keaton, and then um, Kevin, 2012, 2013, Ben Affleck, like that kind mm. of character. But then, as a movie went on, I was like, I kind of like these people in the role, and I kind of, I think that would detract from the story for me. So I thought that I thought the casting and the acting it it fit the bill and it wasn't distracting. And I, the more time I spent with them, the more I liked them in these characters which i i guess is another praise while we're still in the positive zone sure sure i mean and i will say i was and i mean i don't really know whose fault this was but some of the casting of the actors from the chosen it felt a little bit like oh look it's it's little james as as his boss or like oh look it's matthew you know so Mm. and i'm not saying they're not talented but it, it did feel a little bit like stunt casting um so much so uh there's a scene in the movie where i thought he was gonna i thought our main character was gonna talk to god and i was like mm-hmm. jonathan rumi jonathan rumi give, He's give us jonathan rumi but they didn't do it but they didn't do it <laughs> yeah uh see i i always laugh at the whole <laughs> superman putting on glasses and then becoming clark kent and just disappearing I had no idea that those people were with the from the chosen, and I'd spent hours with them. So that goes to show how how observant I am. I was like, "Oh yeah," but that didn't distract. I'm sure if you're like a super oh, man, deep facial recognition person, that might have um, been distracting. Well, look if we're if the floodgates are open. All right, right now, Hannah. Anything else positive before we can always jump back? I feel like that's it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. closed, but yeah, it's just I, it's open. I. I yeah, I I think if you and and we're gonna try to avoid spoilers as much as this is like a brand new movie, um. Yeah, but and maybe at the end we'll we'll get into that. But <laughs> I think if you're looking for something to take your church to, I don't think that this is gonna be 
the home run that you think it is. I don't think this is going to be a movie that's for everyone. And true story, Hannah and I, when we left the theater, um, you know, we had kind of gotten enough out and we're going down the escalator and we overheard these people talking about like, oh, what a disappointment. Like, I thought I was going to get an action movie. And we were like, were they seeing the movie that we just saw? And like, she was like saying, I just saw like the poster, thought it looked cool and decided to check out the movie. And it turns out it was really like stupid and slow. And I turned around, I was like, are you talking about the shift? And then she was like, yeah, that movie was terrible. It was so disappointing. And she's like, I just read the synopsis and thought it'd be kind of cool. And so like, this is a person who I assume is not, a christian and it's like and never once did did she say like i didn't realize it was a christian movie or anything like that like she was talking about the movie on its own merits and i was kind of like wow. i have to agree like i was saying to hannah let's buy it so that when i'm having a hard time sleeping we could put it on because this movie committed the most like one of the worst sins it was boring like it Here's my biggest thing that I'll say right at the top. Sci-fi movies, they're very challenging to make, I assume, and difficult to write. You think about a movie like Inception, where people are like, my brain was exploding because there were so many things happening. But when you boil it down, like the movie makes sense. Mm -hmm. When you take like a Star Wars or something and you boil it down, the movie makes sense. All these like sci-fi flicks, The Matrix makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Everything, everywhere, uh, all at once. All good examples of, like, maybe it's confusing the first time, but when you think about it, you go, oh, that checks out. This movie was, I think, a mess is kind of the best way to put it. Yeah, what would you this boil it down to? Destroyed my hope for Christian cinema moving forward. I am out of sticks. I am out of rope. I'm tired. I know. I, I This is what I said. My inner soul's been in turmoil. I'm tired of freaking movies not doing any sort of research before they do a film. Because if this was supposed to be inspired by Job or paralleled to Job, I wonder if the director has even read Job in his lifetime. Or, sorry, the writer, who's also the director. Because, also, what? What is the point? What are we supposed to take away from this? Because we even stayed for the... I know we said no spoilers. Um... We this isn't a spoiler. For the after after the movie like message, there was like an after the message after the movie message about paying forward a ticket, and the main character is talking about how he struggled to find hope, and I'm like, um, no, the main character is pretty hopeful the whole movie. I don't know what you're talking about. He struggled to find hope. Mm. He had hope the whole movie. Literally, that's what drives the character the whole movie. It just seems like. Why is it that we're having a repeat of people who, one, don't know what they're talking about, but two, people involved in the film who seem to not know what the film's about? <laughs> mm. Sorry. That was, a, that was a tough opening statement for me. But <laughs> this film, I knew was going to be terrible, and, and Zach kept trying to be a good person and tried to urge me to be positive about it. But I just, I can't. I can't. Because anytime I've tried to be, I've been let down. Journey to Bethlehem. I didn't want to see his only son, which I know wasn't that bad, but we ultimately decided <laughs> me not to see it, right? That was the whole episode. What else have we seen? Jesus Revolution? Theaters? Yeah, it still didn't... It was okay. It's okay, yeah. 
nothing's changed my life except for the chosen and like i'm just i'm frustrated i'm just frustrated because where where is the hope for for good storytelling to continue also i looked it up they only filmed this movie for six weeks wow i mean that's a three-month shoot is typical so that's like two that's a month and a half yeah i guess so also for a special effects movie like yeah i mean hats off to them for getting this movie made and done but this is what i'm like you could have taken your time like you could have gotten you could have paid for that script doctor or gotten Mm. like that person to come in and rewrite it because this movie it was like there were cool a job movie where like the thing is is you know the devil snaps him into a different multiverse where er horrible things are happening to him like okay like kind of cool like yeah all right all right but that didn't seem it it was like he sent his wife to another multiverse or something like that it was so i don't know it's like i thought him and the other multiverse would have been more interesting where it's like here are my friends who i used to really connect with but now they're being mean to me you know you know what i mean like i i just thought like it's one where i think you needed a few more people in the creative process and i i think it needed more time to like really Mm -hmm. fully bake you know what i mean it was yeah. supposed. Sorry, Jimmy. I don't mean to cut you off. Um, it was supposed to come out in January 2024, but they moved it yeah. up a month. I did also. Oh wow! Wow. Gotcha. Yeah, it does have. It has such great bones. I think is really what we're getting at. Like the concept is cool. It. Yeah, it's a. It was such a cool concept. If we're talking about the negative, spoiler alert: it's an Angel Studio movie, right? So it's an. It's a Christian movie. And the weakest part of the movie yeah. was the Christian stuff. It felt shoehorned in. And I know we've talked about VeggieTales yeah. and stuff like the new VeggieTales, I'm sure, uh, aren't teaching you like biblical truths. We're not going through the story of David or something, but there's still probably a positive message and it's good, clean content, I'm assuming. But they they don't necessarily have to shoehorn in something that's not there. Like we talked, oh, uh, what was it? Um, I love you, and he does too. Quigley's Village, right? Is it like, yeah, yeah, it was like super, could have been just like a Barney and still made by Christians, Christian values, but not like put your stamp on it. I feel like they could have left out some of the Bible because in the very first scene, which if you see the movie, it's not a spoiler, it's about a man trying to find his wife. When they kind of have their first conversation, they're talking, and it's like, it was like conversations at a Christian college. They sit down. She's like, first date. And it was felt so weird it coming from her. It felt like, so I don't know. It's just so weird. She's like, first date, we're holding hands and we're like walking and we're like drinking tea. Fifth date, you come to my church and meet my family. Seventh date, we're married. Tenth date, we have kids. Like it was so. And, but, and then she asks when she goes, and we go to church. Do you go to church? Do you believe? Do you want to kneel down right here at the bar and dedicate your life to Christ. And he does. And he gives his life over to Christ in that moment. And the movie, just kidding. He doesn't, but it felt like it was leaning that way. And then the, yeah, there was, yeah, just the cramming in of Job. Sorry. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on LTE. So I'm like a two seconds delayed. So my, I'm going to be jumping all over everybody, everything, everywhere, all at once. But yeah, just the, the Christian part was the weak part. And the cramming in of the Bible verses felt, it kept reminding me that it was Job. I was like, but it's not, yeah no i mean yeah there was no 
I never saw their relationship work. And that's mm. the thing. If you're going to take away what someone holds dear, you have to show how important it is to mm. to them. You know, like yeah. you have to see what he's losing. Like the fact that like his kid like just disappeared. I'm like that needed to not be brought up. Oh, oh no. I I I did a spoiler. Um Well, Job loses his kids, you know, the servant hey, keeps coming back and and this happened. And that's true. Happened, that's and that- true, yeah. Well, I guess it's not that big of a spoiler because you you realize that, but I spoilers for yeah, the movie. Think, yeah, anything that bad like, can happen yeah. to you, it happens to Kevin. Is his name Kevin or Kyle? Yeah. Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. The so Kevin they make who it yeah, Kevin so they refused. make it like his kid disappeared, and and that caused a rift in his, in their marriage. Um, which I was like, that you can't just spring all of this like as the movie goes on. You have to show us, like mm. you have to, you have to. Come yeah. on, guys. Well, and this is the other thing that grinds my gears: the verses that appeared as like the the separation of the sections, right? Yeah. The verses that appear are taken so out of context yep. that again it makes me go, you didn't read the book of Job. Like because this is the thing is we want to say, like, oh, but Job was faithful and Job never cursed God. And it's like, no, but he got pretty darn close. Like <laughs> I can't remember if I talk about this on the pod before. Like, Job literally reaches like the point of like, I'm about to cross the line, my foot is hovering over the line but I'm just not stepping down. Like yeah. the audacity that he has to say some of the things that he says. And I really just, I've just fresh, like freshly read this book. And it's so strange because in a way when it's just him talking about what he's been through and, and his relationship with God, it's this, you just want me to suffer. You are just a God who wants me to suffer and, and die and, and this, and he's so, so harsh. And then as soon as his friends say something, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you saying? <laughs> you know, like, it's just very much like up and down, up and down. And then the whole point, this is the other thing. The whole point of the, the ending of Job is that God comes and he just knocks it out of the park to the point that Job just shuts up. Like, Job's like, you know what? I'm sorry. And he repents. And then God blesses Job with more. And there was no sense of like, one. And spoiler alert, none of that happens in this movie. Well, I was yeah. going to say, there is no chapter 38 and 39. Yeah. Where, yeah. Is, where is God in the story? Because even if we don't want it to be completely based off Job, if this is still a Christian movie, one, we're focusing a lot on the devil, which I guess is fine, but like, where where is God? There's no, other than just paraphrasing scripture, which the main character does from his memory, so can't even truly access a, like it, it like there is quite literally no hope from God himself which if we're making a movie for believers to enjoy that's the one thing we all agree on like <laughs> yeah yeah like, well and here's the thing i really bummed myself out when i thought about this movie after the fact because uh I'm thinking, like, could you have a a faith-inspired movie set in a dystopian future where maybe, like, you know, the Bible has been outlawed or, or like, the Bi- not even outlawed, but it's just, like, gone and it nobody has it and someone's... Exactly! 
that's Jimmy. That's exactly what I was about to say. I'm like, this is a bad version of the book of Eli. And I watched book of Eli. I was like, this is a pretty good movie. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's a better version of that than this one. It made me so sad. And then I'm like, we have to do the book of Eli on God. On God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> It's going to be so cool yeah. when we do that. And like, it got me really excited, but that's one that's like faith inspired. And they even do a better job with like in book of Eli, where he's like a voice has been guiding me and you can go like, Oh, that's the spirit or, or, mm-hmm. or, or that's whatever. And in this movie, yeah, Hannah, you're right. There's like, no, aside from him praying in the one scene to like get the benefactor to leave him alone. And at the end, there is no, the best part of Job is, yeah, the 38 and 39, when God just goes on his, like, sit down, I'm going to, I'm going to explain everything to you. Well, that's, that's God. Do you mind if I go on another mini tangent? Yeah, go ahead. Listen, the thing about Job is that it reflects grief for us, right? This is our grief story in the Bible. This is the poetry section that's. It's poetry, right? Is that a poetry book? Yeah. Yeah. Um, had to had to double check. Um, this is this is what we relate to, right? As our sense of grief, and oftentimes we don't get a tangible voice of God speaking in us. We have to find God showing up for us, right? Mm. I think I think so much about how I was in a horrible 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 place right before the pandemic started but the isolation allowed me time to go through maybe my worst mental state ever in privacy right like that's what i think of of like me looking for the ways the lord has shown up for me in that regard right but the beauty about the book of job is that he does show up tangibly this is actually a story where we don't have to just find god in the midst god is meeting us where we are showing up loud and clear so if anything this is hope like like if anything job should be the story that exemplifies finding tangible when there's maybe you feel like there's nothing tangible it's 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 hopeful it's words to meditate on and it was just like this guy prayed once heard from god went five years didn't hear anything and then everything was great and it's like okay one that can often feel like life, right? Life can often feel like that. But where was he searching for God at the end, other than just singing this little light of mine? Like, bruh, like, no, you have the opportunity here. You have the opportunity here to talk about the tangibility, to talk about, you know, how are we going to interpret God into this modern day story with this text? You know, like, it's, I don't know if I'm making that much sense. Like, I don't know if I'm being confusing, but to me, it's just, it's not computing. Like so many people struggle with this idea of how do I hear God? How do I notice God? Right? Like that's something I feel like was a huge part of, especially my college journey was people Mm -hmm. stepping out for the first time on their own, having faith outside of what the church they grew up in, outside of their parents, outside of their family and understanding how do I know when God's speaking to me personally? And I think this is a story where you can truly exemplify that with this modern day text. And they um, didn't even swing. It was just a myth. <laughs> it's just a myth. There's mm. no, uh, it, 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 honestly, I can't believe I'm saying this. It, it felt too devil heavy. 
like I'm not afraid to get dark, but it, it almost felt a little too like heavy on the benefactor. Yeah. That's and speaking of the, yeah, speaking of the benefactor, it also gives him too much credit for everything yeah. that goes bad. Sometimes yeah. like we live in a broken world and we have sickness, not because the devil makes everyone sick. It's just that we live in a world where sickness happens and it happens. People get hit by cars, drunk drivers. Does that mean that the benefactor shifted every single person? No. Some people made the choices wow. on their own. The The benefactor that the devil could go on vacation and things would still be a mess. Nothing like, you know, the, the sun wouldn't come up tomorrow and everyone be singing and holding hands. So it gives him too much credit. Although I did like their description of evil where he's just like, it's selfishness. I feel like there's such a super cool concept in there. I mm -hmm. don't know what that looks like, but I thought that was in the hands of another person, or maybe if you workshop that script or that scene a couple more times, I think there's something really powerful there that even if you remember anything about the movie, you have this little theodicy that isn't poisonous. Yeah. yeah. And sorry, Zach, one more thing. Yeah. I was actually, you know, Jimmy brought up a great point. I was so disappointed to find out that the sun sorry spoilers little spoiler um the sun had been shifted because i guess the grief's still there but it almost senses this hope that like the grief was never real in the first place or the grief was kind of different where like why can't why couldn't the matter like 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 if if ultimately what happened is oh the sun is too far into the shift now um, okay, well, that's a dead-end storyline. Like, why, what's so different than being, like, like, I don't know, could it have been more powerful if he was just like, I actually had nothing to do with that? You know? Mm. I guess, yeah, yeah. No, I agree, but I think, I think the other, the thing that kind of drove me, uh, that really, really kind of grinded my gears is spoilers. At the end of the movie, he says, this is not my world, but this is my family. So it's like he got shifted into another timeline where he got his family back, which I was like, so the thing is, is that like God just gives you diluted fake versions of what you really have. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. like, wait, what? And then, because again, it's, if you had shifted him into a different multiverse where all of these terrible things had happened. And at the end, it's him going back to his reality. Then I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. But that was just such a I, I that that kind of irked me. Uh, okay, and I I didn't like it. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. Can I chime in again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please do. <laughs> so sorry, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> this is the other thing. Listen, because it's a whole theological thing that I'm not trying to open up right now. But I think another thing that and Zach and I kind of touched on this after we saw the movie last night. I'm not going to say anything about where bad things come from other than I know that God doesn't make bad things happen to people, right? Like I know that he doesn't mm -hmm. deliberately choose that. But I would say in the sense when we are tempted, we are the ones that give in, right? Like yeah. I believe that in my faith. So to have such a heavy storyline where the benefactor is the one making all this happen to people, even though he gives them the choice to like join him, I still feel like he's too much in control. That feels a little like theologically um, unsound for me personally, because mm -hmm. I feel like in a sense, not necessarily how do bad things happen. That's a separate thing. But I'm just saying in where we end up is also a matter of our own choices right? Like that's where free will comes in on the downside, right? Mm -hmm. Like free will on the upside is we can choose to believe in the Lord and choose to follow him. But on the downside, free will is 
we end up making actions that lead to our own consequences. So that was also another thing that I was a little like, "Mm, I feel like he's a little too much in control here. Like, I don't know what you're Mm. trying to say. I don't know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think, yeah, I, Jimmy, I love the point you made about like the movie talks about how evil is selfishness, but then I feel like we didn't really see that from anybody in the exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing, like that, the Tina woman, I'm like, she didn't do anything wrong that whole movie. She's just like a play thing for the benefactor. Like, I would have loved to have seen her like have some autonomy and make some some of the choices. And then as a result, it's like, oh, like that was that was bad. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? But, you know, yeah. I, and also now to kind of shift the conversation <laughs> just from a movie making perspective. If you're going to make a movie with a multiverse, I want to see a universe where Ratatouille stars a raccoon. (laughs) I want to see in uh, like Doctor Strange and the multiverse. I want to see the pizza cups that that they do there. I want to see like, I, you know what I mean? I want to see Kevin with a third eyeball. Like it can't just be like one multiverse is the city and one is the woods and one is the desert. You know what I mean? Like I want to see wild different universes where it's like, if somebody had stepped to the left, like Paris wouldn't have existed. And how would that have impacted everything? Like that's what I want to see. Not just come on. Because then, yeah, it's not it's yeah. not a it's not a multiverse movie. It's just an alternate reality movie, which could be its own genre. But sure, yeah, yeah. You you got You have that sandbox. Why not play in it? Yeah, if you're selling it as a multiverse movie, then like it. Gosh, that just leaves so much on the table. And if you're gonna make you know um, a statement about you know the problem of evil and things like that in the world what a cool thing to be like it doesn't matter if we wear shoes on our feet or on our head the choice will always be up to you to do the right or wrong thing you Mm. know what i mean like that man yeah are we allowed to are we allowed to do the thing where you and hannah make a much better version of the movie and we just fix it and that's it and they can (laughs) buy it off us i mean what would that even be though like (laughs) would it be is it what, what is, is it is it I a mean, hunting the, for his family movie through the multiverses? That's what I would say, but I mean, the, one of the one of the thing. Oh, oh, oh! You know what I thought was going to happen in the movie? Because in the Bible, you know <laughs> that, that the book that inspired this film allegedly, who keeps on telling Job to curse God and die? His wife. So I thought when he finally found her in the movie. Right, because the whole movie he's been looking for. I thought when he finally found her, she was just gonna say like, "Just give up," like, "Just give up," mm. like, yeah. essentially uh, their version of "curse God and die." Just mm. go with the benefactor, like, just do that, like, stop, let it happen. And it was gonna be like such a gut blow, and the movie was gonna say something about like you know, this idea of it's not your parents' salvation, it's not your wife's salvation, it's not your church's salvation. It is your salvation, you know, and it is what you believe. And I thought that that's where we were going to go because the whole movie has this thing of once I get my wife and my kids, it's going to be better, Mm -hmm. you know, and just the idea of you still 
you can't always depend on someone to fix to fix you basically you know like we we help each other we encourage each other we root for one another but it, we don't fix each other like that you have to do that yourself so i thought that that was going to be where they'd go but instead it's like he just gets shifted away the movie got more confusing you know mm-hmm. and and i'm not saying that that would have made it like well now the movie's good it's just with these little tweaks if you have the time to think about it then yeah i don't know yeah and then if you watch it again, you yeah. have that in your mind. Yeah. Man. I don't know how to fix this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's such there a cool idea. It, it, it is. Really I was like been more multiverse. Yeah, or a mini series or like I mean Oh, a mini series could have really... been a shifter. Like when he yeah. found oh, her, yeah. she could have been like I'm here by choice. Like Yes. Oh, yeah. by choice. Yeah. Instead of like uh, not knowing what's going on. Yeah. Because that would be it- Sorry, this is another thing that yeah. was unclear. All the people in the five years after Kevin said no, yeah. are they actually being sent there or are they being sent there as stages because he's been trying to get Kevin? like is the benefactor just up so obsessed with Kevin? Or is it like um other people are like like what's going on? That was also unclear hmm. to me too. Mm-hmm. I don't know either. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Why yeah, Kevin? I, mean, I, I think the good version of this movie is maybe it's loosely inspired by Job, but we're not going to talk about that in the promotion. I Just think suffering. Movie, yeah, yeah. But I think a movie about like the people, especially like today when deconstruction is such a big thing because my pastor let me down or my parents let me down or someone else let me down. Making a movie about that, like like mm. Hannah was saying, like his wife becomes a shifter, and it's kind of like, well, she was the person who led me back to, you know, to to church and my own relationship with God. But now she's doing this. Is my identity caught up in my marriage or in Christ? Which is a huge, a huge topic to deal with in a movie. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's already more interesting than just like here's uh here's kind of the book of job yeah 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 it's your own pitch your own uh the shift casting and story in in the real lounge yes yeah in the oh, real that's lounge. good I'll, yeah pitch pitch a better version go oh well uh, you'd have to go see the movie and yeah. then pitch pitch your shift pitch your shift. your shift and guess um, what since it's a multiverse they're all valid and we just exactly. we just haven't shifted to the right universe where it works. The if we talk about the shifting <laughs> and like the doing exists. thing, we almost uh, we almost my, run the risk of mine karma. Stars, mine stars Michael Williams and Drew Valaika. That's the right, right off the bat. Oh, that's instantly better, man. Yeah. Well, folks, it's about that time where we're going to use our manners. Just like when they offered you sun cups at your uh, youth group. You know sun cups? The little ones, they're like the juice with the cups, and they're always like frozen in the center. Oh, okay. I like those. Oh, you do? <laughs> that shit was Hannah's answer. <laughs> Just like when they offered Aww. you. I was, thinking about, I was thinking about the orange juice flavor specifically. No, it's okay. I like the apple juice, though, so it's fine. Okay, just like when they offered you orange sun cups at uh, your youth group, when I offer you more of the shift, will you be saying yes, please, or no, thank you? So, Jimmy, 
Hope you came thirsty because uh, we got we got some juice for you. Yeah, I I like sun cups. I like the idea of sun cups. I think they can be refreshing. Uh, part of the sun cups is the variety of sun cups. Uh, as Hannah stated, she likes the apple sun cups. That might be like a chosen sun cup. Uh, I I love the idea of sun cups. I don't think I hated this movie as much as you both did, but you're also a lot fresher. I want more of this kind of sun cup. I feel like it could be better. And I think in the hands of a careful uh, sun cup plant worker, you can make a really good sun cup or you could just go back to the formula and think about what a sun cup is and make the best version of it. So I think this is one small step for sons, one giant step for cup kind. So more of this style, but not this movie. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, Hannah, the sun cups are coming to you. Uh, what do you say? I only had sun cups at camp. Mm. Sun cups was like the breakfast drink at camp. And I always knew going to camp that camp food was never good and would never be good. Camp food was always an adjustment of this isn't going to be great. But you're just going to have to eat it. But one day, when I was old enough, I started going to a different kind of camp, a conservatory, where the very first day, the leader of the conservatory uh, very, very intentionally gave us the definition of a camp and gave us the definition of a conservatory. That conservatory was always held to a higher standard than camp and that we were to strive for excellence while we were there. So we were in classes all day for arts, various different types of classes and we were to strive for excellence and it was hard but it was worth it and we put on a showcase at the end of the week camp always camp food always let me down but where's the strive for excellence camp camp food never strove for excellence to me right i think about the higher standard honestly and i apologize to anybody if i offend their um their feelings if i hurt your feelings But as the person this is made for, as a viewer, as somebody who's going to pay for these films, I have a right to share my opinion. And my opinion is that I don't think we are writing these films to a standard of excellence anymore. I think this is a standard of I can get it done and I can get it made. um, So I will. And it's going to be what I want. But how many times have I wanted to start writing something that I've wanted to share a story and I've, I've stopped because it wasn't hitting. I mean, this is my thing. I stop because it doesn't hit my standards. That when Zach and I write music for the Honey Initiative, it has to fit a standard of excellence. It has to be the art I create has to be the best that it can possibly be. And I feel like we are not there, people. I'm sorry. I know I'm angry, but between Journey to Bethlehem and this, I am over it. Mm. I am over it, people. Listen, we... We cannot keep just making mediocre work or just get it done. If you want to make a film, take your time. There's no rush. Take the time and make it the best that it can possibly be. Because even if it's not perfect, what will shine through is your strive for excellence versus how perfect it is or how non-perfect it is. Because for me, I can tell that this film was not made with standard of excellence in mind. My opinion. 
So no thank you. Ooh, well, I guess I have the sun cups. And the thing about the sun cup <laughs> is when, when you get the sun cup and you open it up, you find there's juice and there is a giant puck of ice in the middle with some where some of the juice is frozen and so you never get all the juice you never get all of it and once you take that first sip it just it tastes like sugary concentrate you know and so it's one of those things where like yeah if we have this i guess i can see what it's supposed to be and i guess like it's not you know the worst thing that i could have but this is one where it's like but man you know put some money and some time into these ingredients and to how it's being made. Like maybe instead of this orange juice with a frozen puck in the middle, like invest in, in a juicer and get some oranges and make, you know, that fresh orange juice and you'll be blown away by how good it is or, or the same without, you know what I mean? Like, mm. and I think that's why I went with sun cup. Cause it's like the, you, I'm not, I would never refer to the shift as being, you know, maybe I wouldn't call it uninspired necessarily. And I wouldn't call it like, lazy off the shelf but i would say like it feels very rushed and very like we need to get it cold so we put it in the fridge and now there's that puck in the middle you know to keep going back to to the analogy and it's one where like man if you had take it if you had do you think you think the daniels rushed through everything everywhere all at once and got it out as fast as possible because i don't you think that um you know, the Wachowskis, when they were making The Matrix, you think they just rushed through that? You think George Lucas, like, was in a big hurry when he was making Star Wars? You think, uh, you know what I mean? Like, look at any of one of these movies. Mad Max Fury Road, for instance. Like, that took them forever to make because it was hard. And it's a thing where if we're Christians, like Hannah was saying, and we're called to a higher standard, and now we want to play in this field, well check it out cool because there's a lot of room for allegory in these stories i I was just thinking about um children of men which the theme of that movie is hope and faith like the job is halfway done for you all you have to do is just work as hard as possible and take this seriously and don't just be reactionary i think that's that's my big thing too it's like we can't afford tropicana so we have the sun cup we can't afford everything everywhere all at once. Or in this case, the Christians probably shouldn't watch that movie because it's a little inappropriate. But so we're going to do our version. And that's one I don't, where I'm like, I don't know. Like, don't just do a worse version of something that already exists. Really make something delicious. Everybody, welcome to the game. <laughs> All right, sorry, I got it pulled up. So we are going to play a game um, that has played been played on. Is it really before? Right? Has it? Yeah. We didn't ever play games on. Is it really? You did like poorly describe a movie. Oh no, that was that was uh, Godfellows for God. God's not dead. Oh well, I thought it was. Is it yeah. really? My bad. Okay, so basically, I'm going to poorly describe a plot of a movie. And I want you to tell me, you don't need to tell me exactly what movie I'm talking about, but I want you to, to guess if it's a Christian movie or a non-Christian movie. So Can we get a point if we guess the movie? Oh, sure, yeah. You're, you're welcome to throw like some suggestions out there. Like maybe I say something about 
um, like an arrogant man. You could be like, oh, maybe she's talking about Iron Man. Maybe we should guess non-Christian movie. Um, mm. You know, you could say that with, with each other. And if you're thinking a movie, you can ask me if I would count, like, maybe if there's one that's a little more ambiguous. Mm. You could ask me if I would consider it a Christian movie or a non-Christian movie. Um, now, let me tell you, I have an odd number of prompts. So it's not exactly even on how many are on each side. And this has been randomized. I have put this through the number generator. It's completely random. There is no pattern to this. Please don't think there's a pattern to this because there is no pattern. There is okay. no pattern. All right. Great. Are we ready? Yes. Yes. Okay. Very first one. Nan is visited by three spirits who urge him to choose the right path for his life. That's a Christmas Carol, right? <laughs> that is Do you get points if we get the one that she put in, like the Muppets or the Jim Carrey one or the Mr. McGee wait a minute, one? Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. There's also a movie with Will Smith called Collateral Beauty. Is it Three Spirits? Is like the same. I They pretend to be spirits, but they're not really spirits. Are there three of them? And I... I think there are, yeah. And I think Hannah would, instead of... Because I feel like Christmas Carol is maybe a little too obvious. It's a little too on the nose. So I'm going to um, say... Does, which follow is up question, does movie, Hannah right? know what move, what that movie is? Hannah, would you like me you to some, answer? Yeah, question? Hannah, Familiar before this statement... Yeah. yeah. Here's what I'll say. This game is so not you're right, Zach. Okay. No. <laughs> This okay. game is not that easy, but I don't know what collateral beauty is. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to say not a Christian movie. Yeah. Is a Christmas Carol a Christian movie? No. It's adjacent. I would not consider it a Christian movie. No. Because there's okay. no mention of, like, Christ. Yeah, but it's like a Chris. Yeah. But it's a feel. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. A Christmas movie, but a non Christian movie. Okay. I'm with yeah. you. That's what I'm going to. I agree. No. That's a whole debate in itself. But yeah. <laughs> I was talking about a Christian movie. <gasps> Which one? The shack. Uh, a man is visited in a shack by God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Very <laughs> good. Oh, that very was good. Very good. Thank you. Ooh, I'm You're a good game czar. Thank you. I'm sorry if this is That's too right. Spoiler alert, alert. Every movie is the shack. No. <laughs> she just describes <laughs> it in different ways. That'd be hilarious, though. All right. Next one. Okay. Man fights on behalf of his family that is being oppressed by the government. By the government. Can you repeat the middle part? Because you cut out because I'm on my phone. Please. Oh, man is man fights for his family that is being oppressed by the government. So fights for his. Oh, is that is that Braveheart? By the government. Is that Braveheart? Fights for his family. Is that Gladiator? Remember, all you have to all you have to guess is Christian or non-Christian. Oh yeah, non-Christian. I know, That's I'm true. To yeah, think, we're trying to like narrow it I've, down. But I feel like if I can name the non-Christian movie, because that's the thing, I'm trying to think of Christian movies where it's like, well, I mean, that could be left behind. Also, he fights who for the government. He fights against the government. Fights the government really makes me think Christian is oppressing movie. his family. Selma. Yeah. Maybe the oppressing his family and the government feels very Christian. To like me, just though. his family, not like yeah, yeah, just his. Okay, yeah. all right. So it's not like a Selma type. All it right, sounds like yeah, a Kevin Sorbo joint. 
All right. All right. Uh, are we going Christian? Oh, for you? I don't think for it non-Christian. Or- I, I I think yeah. I'm gonna. I'm thinking it's one of the. It's like a Kirk Cameron apocalypse yeah. movie. Okay. Yeah. I'm going. I'm on your team. You. Or what if it's the you- shift? <laughs> it's the shift. <laughs> it's not the shift. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. Oh, we're going Christian. I was actually thinking of my cousin Vinny. <laughs> I just love your descriptions. <laughs> I don't know if he's being, opp- oppressed. being oppressed by the by government. the local government. Yes. Uh, no, the government has like legitimate claims to put these men in prison and on trial. Opposed, like, opposed, but not oppressed. Yes, pressed yes. But, but not crushed. Persecuted, not abandoned. <laughs> not, not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. But I did. I did really like that one. That was a good answer. That was good. Okay, next one. So now we know yeah. that we will never guess the movie. <laughs> Bro, we're getting killed. We Here's are. what we do next time. Whatever we think it is, just switch. Just switch, yeah. Okay. Just shift. Just shift. All right, here's the next one. Okay. I think Zach, at least, I, I'm only saying Zach because I know his brain better. But I think you find you might find these next few ones a little more palatable. All right. Man discovers that leaving a life of addiction behind brings the hope of real interaction with others. That's Don John. That could be, yeah. That's Don John with Joseph Gordon Levitt. And you picked that because I said that that's basically a Christian movie before. It's Don John. I'm that like, is Don John. Hey, yeah, the movie! Nice! Yeah, I was like, that or Lars and the Real Girl, but he's not addicted, it's a relationship. But yeah. That's, it's an unhealthy one. Yeah. Listen, that's also and the you're movie Her. Right. Don Her, John yeah. is, a, is a beautiful movie that is basically a Christian movie. It's the best Christian it's, movie. I would say. Yeah. I mean, there's no religion, really, but yeah. there's church. Yeah, there, yeah he, he's Catholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he okay. is, isn't he? Are we ready for the next one? Yes. Okay. Man volunteers to give back to his local community. Is that... uh, It's eight crazy nights. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't volunteer to give back, though. Wait, is that Silver Bells? Is it court-mandated? Or is he doing this out of the goodness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's doing doing this out of the goodness of his heart. Okay, he's not being forced. So it's not eight crazy nights or Silver Bells. Or Mighty Ducks. Or Mighty Ducks. What movie? Who volunteers out of the goodness of their heart? Just kidding. That I'll tell you what. That sounds like a very Christian movie. Though. It does. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go build a well just because I love Jesus. Yeah, that sounds like a Christian thing to do. She is making noises. Volunteers. Vol- I almost feel like you could guess this movie. Volunteer. Can you say the description one more time? He volunteers to better his his, his community? To give back to his local community. Can we have a little bit more of that plot? Because that's just the definition of volunteering. Huh? What do you say? Is he giving back to children? Um, They are included, yes. Man, is, he giving back, is he giving back through his time or his uh, resources? Resources. He is, it- is part of connecting people back to what they lost. Is it Schindler's List? No, because her face. No, but I'm going to say not a Schindler's Christian movie. Not a Christian movie. Not a Christian movie? That is yeah. correct. It is not a Ooh. Christian movie. What was it? It's Robin Hood. 
A volunteer is the kid. I love your definition. <laughs> oppression. So now we know what I'm oppression like, is and volunteering. And, I mean, he's outlaw. not employed. He he That's, crusades. Yeah, there we go. He volunteers. He, he volunteers. That's <laughs> man volunteers to help his community. We did say poorly, and I love it's so. She's making it so vague that it. Yeah, it that is you are games are to the utmost that you can. That I really is awesome. Can I, so wait, can I ask really which Robin Hood? Can I ask which Robin Hood? So Fox volunteers. <laughs> I can't do that. Because <laughs> then you would know. No. Right. Wow. You will not rumple Stiltskin me again. <laughs> I'm just saying he's a fox. Alright, are we ready for the last one? The last oh, one? Oh man, have we gotten one? Oh, we got Don John. We got. I've given yeah. you. I've given you three points because I gave you two points for Don John because that was pretty good. Yes, and then I gave you one point for Robin Hood for not a crazy. Okay. Movie. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, we did get that right. I still felt like we got it wrong, but we did get it right, didn't we? Me too. We're so playing a passing. different game. Yes. All right, last one. Woman decides to make herself over in hopes to win the guy. Is this? Wait. Re- read it one more time. Woman decides to make herself over in hopes to win the guy. It's not w- Carrie. Well, I'm wondering if Hannah's doing like a sneaky jab and this is like one night with the king or something. Oh, yeah. Not like, um, but, but even in one not night, another teen you, movie. Or... Yeah. I'm not necessarily talking about a physical making herself over, it's internal. Oh, it's a little mermaid. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. Christian-y movies where that Hannah would be familiar with where someone tries to make themselves over make themselves over on the inside make themselves wait, a better uh, person but wait a minute wait a minute a wait a minute wait a minute person uh Jimmy are you familiar with Mary Magdalene where the movie I, I'm only yeah. re- I'm only familiar with your review where Michael said my favorite phrase that's ever been said on the show of like the Jesus power left his body or something uh-huh Makes it woman. makes herself over. Woman makes herself over on the inside, not so it's not she's physically all that, or, okay. Yeah, to be a in better person heart. in her heart. Are there any other movies where they change their? Wait a minute, is that Grace Unplugged? Does she make herself over? Is that Barbie? Is that does it to make want? make herself over? Start saying yes or no because it's the last one or no. <laughs> Twenty one um, questions. Does it star? <laughs> Can it fit in a shoebox? Ooh, um, I, here I w- I will I would say um, I'm just gonna ask you yes or no. We get five yes or no questions. I like right. that. Okay. Have you have you seen this movie? Yes. Was it released in theaters? I don't believe so. Okay, so okay. So now we know what it's not, Jimmy. We know it's, it's not, not the Little Mermaid. It's not. It's not the Little Mary Mermaid. Magdalene. Yeah. It's not right. She's all. Oh. Wait, a, wait a minute. Is it Princess Cut? No. Uh, she right. makes herself over. We have two more. Maybe. I think it, it might be a twist. It, it's a Christian movie, but I can't think of it. I'm gonna say it is a Christian movie. It is a Christian movie. I'll give you that. Woo! See we if you can, you're so close. See if you can try to get it. Princess Cut Two Hearts on No. <laughs> Princess we Cut have Three. Done it. We have, we have done, done it on, on Godfellas. When you say we, did that include Jimmy or no? I don't think so. 
Okay. okay. So it's in that era. So That's okay. We, so I, you did uh, Esther. Wait, we've got Christian Girl Autumn that we've done. So we yeah. did. Oh, wait, wait. You said it is a Christian movie. Because I was about to say The Crucible, but that's that would have been been awesome. Uh, Okay, Um, what's the one that we watched? Um, uh, Only God can. No. Uh, Did you even watch Only God? (laughs) I don't remember. There's no men in that movie. (laughs) Yeah, there's the pastor that she marries. Oh, I guess that's true. At the end, Uh, um, there's barely any men in that movie. Barely any men in that movie. Oh man, I feel if like you want another listening. hint, just let yeah. me know. Yes, please give me you one more hint. Just listen to this episode, Zach, the other day. Oh, Christian Mingle. Yes. Um, <laughs> the Aquaman of Christian movies. The Aquaman of Christian movies. Christian Mingle. That's man. that's one of my favorite episodes. Mm. Every Sorry, now and then I ask I ask people what their favorite episodes are, and then I listen back to uh, just see what it was. And that's when I hear a lot of, uh, every time someone always says that uh, Christian Mingle is one of their faves. Honestly, Wait. it was really yeah. hard to make this. Yeah, it's but you make it seem so easy. Like, that's no, I'm like, wonderful. I, like I could have done that, but you know. No, I, I, I kind of, uh, not, not to go through those. Yeah, <laughs> the word choice was, was great. That's something. Yeah. That only a true games are could do because someone could just put anything through chat GPT and be like, describe yeah. princess cut poorly, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you did it well yeah. by doing it poorly. Good job, Hannah. We lost. What's our punishment? Game, yeah. We need to, oh, we need to pay it forward. Just kidding. We can't. That's like gambling. That's I am screaming. <laughs> do you know what our punishment is, Jimmy? What? Because I just listened to the Steve Green episode and I said, when we lose a game, when we lose a game, that means we have to start the next season with God's Not Dead 2. Bum, bum, bum! <laughs> no! <laughs> and I'm not on that episode. Uh, you will be. No. Yes. I didn't lose the game. You made it hard enough for us to, yeah. to lose the game. Because of you. <laughs> Uh, That's not in that conclusion, too. yeah. In, in conclusion, folks, I don't know the shift. Let's send them a message with our pocketbooks and saying, and and listen, people who made the shift. If you're listening, if the movie doesn't do well and it doesn't get good reviews, please consider that it that people aren't just persecuting you or trying to hurt you or put you down or whatever. Like, please. Take the criticism, learn something, and and make a better movie. But don't please don't make this about like an us versus them thing. Like mm. we're judging you on the art and the content that was put out. So please don't make this about something else. Don't don't yeah. go full sound of freedom where you turn this into like an us versus them political thing. Like just roll with the punches and and come back even stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know who's stronger than me is uh, my my wonderful friends, uh, Jimmy and Hannah. Uh, Jimmy, is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, just have a have a Merry Christmas. You know, read the read the Gospels. Read you know the first two chapters of Luke during this time. Do your Bible studies. Say your prayers. Eat your vitamins. 
and be nice to others. Love it. Love it. Uh, Hannah, anything you would like to plug? Yeah, at God Follows the Pod, at the Honey Initiative on Insta and TikTok. Um, we've been doing our December series, so whenever you're listening to this, you can always go back and watch them. Um, and we're working on some cool stuff right now. Also, read Joe 38 and 39. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I would say, if there's a movie... If you want to see a movie that will inspire you and make you feel hope and make you think about loving your neighbor, um, go see Godzilla minus one. It's fantastic. It's a great movie. Um, I, I is a little it. scary. A little, a little scary, but it's it's a PG thirteen, so nothing like crazy. Um, but it's man, <laughs> it's such a it's such a great great movie, mm. and I can't I can't recommend it. I can't recommend it enough. But until next time, I've been Mr. Zach. I've been Hannah. I've I've been the Jimmy who refused. (laughs) Well, the adventure is over. We're all heading home. But I hope that you know, friends, you're never alone.